Fix the World podcast with Sam and Katie. Welcome to Fix the World with me, Katie Tracy, and our beautiful Sam Avery. Hi. 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 Sorry. Oh, God. Talking over each other already. Sorry, that was my fault. All right. How are you doing? Good. Great. I'm all right. How are you? I'm absolutely wonderful. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving life. I'm feeling like I'm, uh, you know, I'm entering the next phase of joy i don't know yeah what I'm, I'm in about. the phase of me i've gone into uh, i'm in a, a boiler suit um mode i like it um i know i like i never wore something like this i would never have worn something like this before but um i saw it i tried it on i liked it i bought it <laughs> and then i put it on and my son i come downstairs and my son said what time are you invading iraq oh well. <laughs> <laughs> how dare he nice, nice way to build your confidence up yeah. before you leave the house uh, I would love to get a pair of dungarees, and I, I just I've never I don't think I've owned dungarees since I was three, but I just or is it dungaree if it's a singular? I mean, people who aren't walls call them bib and brace. Bib and brace. But I just do not think if any of the listeners, if you're not watching on YouTube, the YouTube views will have really got a really lovely expression from me when you mentioned dungarees. It's all in the facials. Uh, we can't. We please don't. Okay. Well. I'm not going to. I would look awful. I just think they look comfy. They just look mm. very, you know, lazy about them. You could wear them with no top underneath like Dexy's Midnight Runners. <laughs> oh, yeah, with me mantits on display. Oh, wow. But they get caught in the little buckle. That might hurt. Can I tell you the story about Dexy's Midnight Runners that I'll never remember again? So if I don't tell you the right right now, uh, you'll never hear it. I've told mine already. Uh, <laughs> in fact, before we do this, we should tell the people what it is. If you're new to the podcast, oh. this is Fix the Whale podcast. This we is are... why I'm not, I shouldn't introduce the show. <laughs> we are two I comedians. I go in all guns blazing. Yeah, but it's the excitable aspect of it. That's that's the good thing. But we're, we're two comedians. We try and make the world a slightly better place Trying. every week. Fixing problems, little problems, tiny problems, big problems. A lot of ideas flowing forth. Mm. Um, and we'll get to some of them shortly. But let me tell you this about Dexy's Midnight Runners. It's not really about them. It's about the song Come On Eileen. So I was... Just starting stand-up, and my mates uh, in Liverpool ran a student night, and they said, oh, do you want to host some of the nights that we do, you know, get on the mic, because I was kind of getting used to using the microphone and stuff, and I wasn't particularly confident, but I wanted more stage time, and I said, yeah, that'd be great, and they said, oh, come and have, have a meeting with us, and we'll get some ideas down about what we can do for these students, and it was all freshers, so they were coming in, and they just wanted mad stuff, so we had this meeting, now, most meetings you have a coffee, don't you, or a tea, Yeah. they pulled out the laughing gas, and we did dub- double balloons each. This sounds like a great meeting. Which, I don't know, have you done laughing gas? Yeah. It's It doesn't make you laugh. No, have I? Or has done, I think I have done laughing gas. It doesn't really make you laugh. It makes you feel like your head's going to cave in, which is not particularly pleasant. In fact, I remember seeing some kids at a festival once take laughing gas and going, oh God, it's working. I went, it's not helium, it's laughing gas. <laughs> <laughs> and they went, oh, oh, ha, 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 ha. Like you dickheads. Yeah, I think we'd be paid for it in Magaluf one night and... Um, I don't even. I think it's probably just oxygen that they, they were giving probably us. Probably is, yeah. Good oxygen. Mm. So we had this meeting and we started doing ideas. And in the middle of this meeting, come on, Eileen came on in the bar we were sitting in, and I said, "Oh, here's an idea." Totally messing about. We'll do a game called Come on, Eileen. We'll play this song. We'll get a big blow up doll called Eileen, Eileen, and and we'll Please try and no. squirt mayonnaise oh. onto her face. <laughs> and, and they went, "That is a great idea," and they wrote it down. So fast forward a few months, I'm in Leeds in a in a student club. This actually sounds like a game on Celebrity Juice. It does, doesn't it? That's what it felt like. Yeah. This is and this is honestly 17 years ago, 18 wow. years ago. Poor so, Eileen. Poor Eileen. Besmirch. If you're watching now, Eileen, I hope you're safe. Yeah. And so they got this big, massive blow-up doll. They blew it up, they put it on the floor. We got all the students. I introduced the concept. You got three goes to come on Eileen. They played Come on, Eileen. So the guy gets the big mayonnaise thing, like one of the ones you get in the chip so shop. Do you get blindfolded? They get, no, they just have to get it like on her from like a distance. Oh, like darts. <laughs> so he went, first one he went, he went, and uh, it went all over his shoe. Just went everywhere. Oh, yeah. It was like this quick first squeeze of the tomato yeah. sauce bottle. Yeah. yeah, all over his shoe. We all laughed. Second go, he goes, and it just drenches everyone. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> and everyone's covered in mayonnaise. Oh, no. Come on, Eileen. So he's got one go left. So he gets the mayonnaise, what's left of it, and he takes a run-up, and he stops, and he fires it into the air, and it goes... And it was like, if in slow motion, it was like the perfect end to a movie, because it just went 
arced up, came down and landed right in her mouth. No and, and way. We all, and we all went, yeah. Wow. Fade to it was black. like freeze frame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roll credits. Oh, there wasn't a dry eye in the house, but oh that was mainly because everyone got squirted with mayonnaise. But that's my come on Eileen story. So sorry to start on such a graphic tone. I'm just glad that it wasn't as depraved as my horrible mind thought it was going to be. Oh. So that, that's that's a relief. Like a real Pers- person involved. On a personal note, yeah. it's a relief for me. It's your middle name, Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want it to get too personal. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting times. Wow. So uh, what have you been up to? I have been um, been looking a lot on uh, the internet. Um because as now I'm a public figure. Oh yeah, you are. We're both you? public figures. We have we have our podcast. We have our YouTube. Very public. Our clips, and um, it can be very depressing um, from an aesthetic point of view <laughs> when you leave the house and think you look all right, and then you watch yourself on a podcast and realise you are actually just a fat herd. Um So I'm trying to think of ways to improve myself You're- and and make changes, um, and I believe that um, good makeup may be the key. Oh, okay. So am I sending a Sam and Kate try stuff? Well. Is it time for this? It's time for this. I know it's early. Sam and Kate try stuff. Right, okay. (laughs) Sorry. I should um, laugh at my own jingle, but I do think it's funny. I love it. It's my fave. Um, So if you missed last week, um, I tried a B-Day. In one form or fashion, so please go back to last week if you want to hear about that. Is a little taste of that. For England. Anyway, that's me last week. That was enough of that. <laughs> it was for England. Still shuddering every now and again, remember. involuntarily. Still <laughs> dripping at, at times. Ooh, uh, come on, Eileen. <laughs> so, what are you going to try for us? Well, this? I decided I'm going to go. I'm going to go hard with the makeup, and I've seen a lot of tutorials online of people using. Um, I'm, I'm late to the game for this. Girls have been doing it for a long time now. But contouring is a big thing in makeup, and that's where you do like stripes of different coloured makeup around your face to try and create some kind of, I don't know, bone structure. Oh, is that when like it looks really sort of distinctive, like the different yeah. levels? So le- before you layers. blend it all and you put all the stripes, you look like you're in the cast of The Lion King <laughs> or, or some such production that involves that kind of. And then you basically you draw all lines on your face and then you buff it all in and it gives you definition in your face. And I'm thinking that'd be very helpful. I could find a way of um just 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 blaring that. Yeah. For the YouTube viewers. I think the YouTube viewers might appreciate it. I think they would. would so would I'm gonna try it. home home style. Homeschool. Yeah, and I'll, I'll re- I'm gonna report back. Is it something that you probably need practice to get better at? Presumably. So that's great. Content for so you're us. just going to see it at a raw. That's brilliant, isn't it? Grassroots level. Grassroots. <laughs> Grass, grassroots contouring, guys. <laughs> I'm late to the game. I don't want to see you grassroots. I ain't getting case. any younger. It's probably like you know you can't turn a sow's ear into a silk piece, but I'll give it a go. Give it I'll a go. Give it a go for fix the world. And for all you, for all you mums out there, for all you ladies out there, who feel like you need a little bit of a boost. Kate, you, you gal. I'm your gal. I'm here to try and fix things. You know these makeup YouTubers? Yeah. Um, Whenever I hear the phrase YouTuber, I do kind of, my toes do care a little bit, but I'm probably being harsh on them because I know some of them are good. A lot of them aren't, you know, but the makeup ones, I mean, are they, do they, do they speak to you? Um, I don't I'm mean from, to be, So when I first started going on in the 90s, makeup was very minimal. Right. I didn't really like, go OTT because everything was like we were all like it was grungy yeah it was and then if you dressed up you went like a bit more you combed your hair a bit and you wore heels <laughs> but you, it was still pretty light lightweight the makeup but now it's a lot more involved and I do there's a there's a lady I watch who works for um, Peaches and Cream in Liverpool and I don't know her name but she does really natural look of makeup and I watch her tutorials and really fascinated and she does lots of things with eye colour and stuff but if I put too much colour on my eyes I feel like I look like mental Adamant. Um, yeah so I try, I try not to like go OTT but I've decided for, for in this instance I'm gonna go hard that's good because l- last year I told you I had to get, I went for a photo shoot and I got there and the guy said oh well you know do you want to do your own makeup and I was like yeah that'd be fine I did my own makeup and he was like, Yeah, I can't photograph you. 
Um, you, your face is too red, you're too shiny, uh, you need a professional makeup artist. Don't know why you thought you could do this. Let's just call it a day. Oh. And I went home, like a little down, down, crestfallen. Oh. Yeah, so ne- this time you can go back looking like one of the new romantics. We'll see, yeah. Looking like Duran Duran on the <laughs> uh, Rio video. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a whirl anyway. That will be good. be good to see what happens. Mm-hmm. I, I always think I wore mascara once. I think it was New Year's Eve 2006. And uh, I couldn't get it off for ages because it's like, just that hard to get off, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure it's not if you do it regularly. but I So I just left it on. and uh, But I quite liked, I, I liked the look of it. I looked good, didn't it? I, it? It brought attention to my eyes. Yes. And boys always have nice long eyelashes to begin yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm, so, I'm all for that. You know, yeah. if, if a lad wants to wear, if anyone wants to wear anything, then right on yeah i don't think i would now i think i've just i've i've gone past that point i think i've gone past the point to do a lot of things like get a tattoo like i don't think i'll ever do that was talking about this the other day i feel like that as well i feel like i want to get a tattoo now i I do but now i'm frightened and i feel like it's a bit of a midlife crisis yeah it's a bit of a cry for help yeah if you got one what would you get um i would maybe get my my little grandson's date of birth somewhere. Oh, that's good. Like maybe on like me, f- somewhere small, like on my foot yeah. or somewhere, not like, you know, across my forehead and like <laughs> times Roman, not like that. Do you know what I'd get? I'd get across my chest. I'd, it'd say, if found, please return to the pub. Because I think that would make all that the is. lads realise what a lad I am. This girl I went to school with had this way to Bangkok <laughs> written just above it. No. A guy or a girl? A girl. A, this way to Bangkok? Yeah. And she had that on it on her stomach just above her foot. Oh my god! I that, thought that was hilarious. A, she may regret it. That's a bad choice, isn't it? Yeah. It'd be good if tattoos were just a decade and then they went, yeah. yeah, and then they just wore off because you could get funny things then. Well, when I was thirty, I was going to go and get a tattoo. I wanted to get some angel wings because I thought it was like one of all saints. <laughs> and I went in the tattoo shop and it stank and it came out again. Um, and then I was at was at my auntie's fortieth and she had her neighbours there. I'm sorry, there's a hair on me, Mike, and I need to get oh, it. Oh, get it off. I don't know whose it is, and I don't... It was this. What colour is it? Anyway, it's gone. It's all right. Ginger. Anyway, there's a lady in this party, and we were talking about tattoos, because my auntie was saying, oh, I might get a tattoo for my birthday, and I went, oh, my God, as long as you don't get... I, I had something dead basic, like a dolphin on your shoulder, and this woman just pulled the top down and went, do you mean like this? And I was like, oh, no, but that's dead tasteful on you. <laughs> and I walked out. Yeah, but that it one's awful. that one's tuna friendly. <laughs> oh no, it's tuna that's dolphin friendly, and you don't get tuna friendly tuna dolphin. Friendly dolphins. Dolphins stink though, because I, I, I have you ever been swimming with dolphins? I've never been swimming with dolphins. I haven't, but my wife has. Or she, or she kind of. I don't think she went in with them, but she like touched them. But they just stank. Some seals have sung happy birthday. <laughs> what? Was that seal who sang Adamski? Or like actual seals? <laughs> some actual how, how and some when actual and seals was it your birthday? Sung happy birthday to me. It wasn't my birthday. Oh, but it's still nice. I was on holiday <laughs> in Brighton when I was a kid and we went to the um it was well, it was called the Dolphinarium, which you can't have them now. They're called sea life centres now. Of course. But it was performing dolphins and other such creatures. And um my auntie took me because she lived in Brighton and they were like Right, whose birthday is it today? The seals had been all like, you know, playing netball, whatever they do. And then so they went, has anyone got the birthday today? And my auntie just grabbed my arm and put it up. And I was like, ugh. And they went, come down. And I was like, why? And they went, how old are you today? And I was just like, him. Um, my auntie's going, eight. Whatever. I was like, okay. And then she do like, right, this, this is a special surprise for you. And they bought like little party hats on the seals. And they all started going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That actually happened. They may not have been in tune. They may have just been like, you know, doing the the, um, the syllables in the right order at the right beat. Yeah. But in my head, it was like pure happy. Ar, 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 ar. Um, so yeah, that's hap- That's my tale of, of um, sea life. Seal on the end just goes. So you've been swimming with dolphins not even birthday. <laughs> I haven't been swimming with dolphins. We were on holiday and there was, you couldn't go in with them, but you could like pet them. So she was petting them. And uh, I think she kissed one of them. And uh, Slimy. No, they looked a bit slimy. They, they just stank. So slimy, they threw the tongue in. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Where you from? What room number? Have you heard dolphins get frisky with females? I probably, probably would, yeah. I would. Because they're meant to be that intelligent, dolphins. Mm. So if dolphins... Uh, uh, 
as intelligent as they tell us, then presumably they have the same sort of split in opinions that intelligent species have. So humans, whatever you assume to be right, there's always someone who thinks the opposite. Sometimes it's because they believe that. Sometimes they're just being a contrarian. So on that, in that theory, that would mean these dolphinariums that were very cruel to dolphins, some of the dolphins must have liked it. Yeah, because they've never, they're probably born in captivity and never yeah. knew any difference. Don't close it down. It's, this is better. It's better than out there. Yeah. The earth's flat. Like the Truman Show for dolphins. COVID's not real. You know what I mean? Be totally like hoaxed. Yeah. Maybe. They're the dolphins I want to swim with. The, the conspiracy dolphins who don't believe anything. Well, you know the, the Marines or the, the the US Navy taught dolphins to plant bombs on rival boats. I, I heard that in the Second World War, yeah. was it? That's a tough gig, isn't it, as a dolphin? It's heavy. Got no opposable thumb. Being capable of, like, mass murder. Just because someone gives you, like, as much fish as you can eat. Whereas balancing a ball is meant to be in- inhumane. But giving them a bomb. Yeah. I'd rather do keepy-ups every time. Yeah. Oh, I think as well, they used to strap bombs on, the, on dolphins and make them swim by them and just explode them. Ah. Heavy, that, isn't it? Suicide dolphins? Yeah. Never mind dolphin-friendly tune. How about dolphin-friendly war? How about German U-boat-friendly dolphins? I know. <laughs> what's, what's the most wild animal you've ever, like, encountered physically? Uh, are we talking sexually? Because there's a, a lady from well, I mean, Witness who we used to go out with. I'm assuming there's two categories here, then, if that you'd have to ask that question. I'd have to say it's... Uh, <laughs> Champagne Beverly. <laughs> oh, um, wait, what happened to him? <laughs> no, Champagne Beverly. <laughs> she's around and about. She's around She'll be she, back. Uh, I, I remember being in Australia and walking past a. St- is it a stork? Not a stork. They're the ones who drop the kids. Oh, an off. ibis. No, what are the big ones with the big beaks, the big long. Or... Ostrich. No, not an ostrich. Pelican. Pelican. So me and my cousin are walking. Are you know when you went and it goes, ah, and I knew that you were in Pelican? Ah, well. I'm like Dr. Doolittle, mate. Wow. I do animal impressions. I only know it makes that noise because we were walking past it and it was just, it's very, it looked like it was minding its own business. It looked like it was like rolling a bifter or something. So we walked past and I sort of kept my distance because I'm scared of dogs. I'm also scared of every animal because of that. A little bit, a little bit nervous. I don't know what they're going to do next. So I sort of made a little bit of a, you know, a distance between me and this pelican. Mm. Say pelican? Mm. Pelican. But my cousin didn't because he's from Australia, so he just probably thought, ah, it's fine. And the pelican, as he got dead close, just opened its beak dead loud and just dead loud went, oh, like that. And he shit himself. <gasps> Absolutely shit himself. It was hilarious. It's probably the wildest one. Yeah. I think for me, it's it was probably a kangaroo. Oh. In in a, in a zoo. In Asda. In, in Australia, <laughs> there was a section of the, the zoo where you could walk around where the can- without, without being segregated from the kangaroo. So the, not not the joeys because they're dead. Um, Violence. Violence. And I, I don't know, me, me and also ostriches, Aust- emus, what, what are the Australian ones? They're all the same, aren't they? Emos, anyway, me, I fell off emos. a little bit me, and I just had to get out of there. And then another time I went to Safari Park with, with uh, my brother Harry and, and Sam when they were little. And we had this really old, like banger of a car and it broke broke down halfway through the monkey uh, bit and <laughs> to the, the where all the smoke started coming out of the body and my brother went to get out of the car and I was like stay in the car and he was like well can I go on fire and I was like the monkeys I'll rip your face off oh my god and then like uh, I just, just killed the engine and then this man came in like a zebra prince safari truck and um, it, me, me radiator had gone on my car what an amazing scene meanwhile all, that meanwhile all the monkeys just like wanking themselves off <laughs> that's all they do they just, you know, it's like quick on. fit. <laughs> <laughs> we can fix that, but we're gonna have to jizz on your windscreen. <laughs> so it's up to you. But you know, speak to your partner, see what you decide. What a great scene in a movie that'd be though—a a family stuck in a car in a safari yeah. path. It's about to go on fire, but if they get out, the two baboons are having sex on the roof. They're gonna get bummed <laughs> by the baboons. Would you rather? Would they? Are these? Would you rather? Would you rather burn to death in a in a car fire? Or get rogered by a well, we, male we, baboon. We did have this conversation at the time. <laughs> the exact and, uh, conversation. Well, no, it was, would you rather burn to death in the car or get, your, get take your chance amongst the, the animals? And they were like, we was around. And I was like, oh. I'd, rather, I'd rather be overcome by the fumes. I, I would rather die yeah, in the car because those baboons don't mess about. Yeah, Just no. rip your face off, don't they? 
Look at that. The ass is on them. About the Oh God, they give me the fear. Them. Oh Jesus. So have we got any what? any more feedback? We do have some feedback. Um, times. And it's from our friend Claire the Loon. Hi Claire, you're alright. How are you going on the Ali Weddle? Long time listener, long time caller. Claire, you got me onto um Hurdle. Nope. She got me onto Hurdle. She got me onto Frames and she's got me onto one called Global. Global? So it's not global, it's G L O B L E, right? Uh. It's good. Thank you for that, Claire. It it's it's like a map of the world and you have I think you'd have infinite guesses because it's like it's a big place, isn't it? And you basically just you just pick a place in the world, a country in the world that you think it is, and then it tells you whether you're hotter or colder. Oh, that's oh, good. it's good, you that know. It's good. So yeah, thanks for that, Claire. Yeah, there's a lot of them copies ones. Come, there's one where you've got to you've got to um the, the color of the the uh, the drink you've got to guess on the whiteness. It's called um, Kerdle. <laughs> made that up. There's another one where there's um. Like someone's like on the toilet trying to squeeze one out, and that's called turtle. <laughs> and there's one where it's a dead person, and you've got to decide whether they died of natural cause or were murders, and it's called myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's another one that I, I told Sam about, and it was um, they give you a a lineup of a, fo- a football side from a specific game with some players missing. Oh, that's good. And you have to find the players who are missing. I'll find the link for that and send that's it good. to you. That's good. Because, yeah, that, that'd be all over the place, wouldn't it? Um, anyway, Claire. Oh, by the way, Claire, we, we talked about Nevermind the Botox the other week. Mm. And um, Did you try it? How did it go? You, you said you were going to tell us. You were going to tell us, so please report back with details. Um, but she sent us this video. Can I show you it? You can't really see this on YouTube. But if you go on our Twitter, we've retweeted it. Our Twitter. Fix the world on Twitter, and we're also on Instagram. We're good we're on, on them. all of them. God, get on us. This is uh, Claire said she can't stop watching it. It's this woman. It's this tinfoil thing, and you just you put it everywhere. So this woman has just got getting this tinfoil. She's covering shelves with it. She's putting it in. Look at that. She opens the cupboard. She covers the shelves with tinfoil. She's covering every surface in the kitchen every with tinfoil. She's putting it over the bloody oven there. This seems like a precursor to a, a violent murder. A medal. Middle, yeah. It's in more cupboards. It's over the kitchen wow. surface. Is she going to do a husband in a minute? It's in drawers. It looks really cheap and horrible. Possibly she's frightened of some kind of alien invasion, or she's like, she's an, an I, I don't know, or she's a global built, warming denier or she, something. <laughs> she's a, or she's cooking meth in a kitchen. That's a quality foil. She's got there. That's definitely from Costco or somewhere like that. That's not just a little paper thin Aldi it, stuff, is it? It's very therapeutic to watch though. Yeah. So I would suggest that uh, you go on our Twitter. I like stuff like that. There's also, it was a Mother's Day discount, I think. I mean, that's a great present for your mother, isn't it? It just looks like she's preparing to de- to de- take her body apart with yeah. some sharp knives. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. That, like pure Dexter mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, nice one, Claire. Keep us posted. Or um, Top Saddle. Or, or to- <laughs> <laughs> oh, we yeah. could go on. We won't. I've got a question to ask you. Yeah. Because uh, I've been thinking about it myself quite a lot recently. And this is the question. When was the first time you felt old? Because let me tell mm. you about mine. Because it wasn't recently. It was, it was probably 20 years ago. 18 years ago, maybe. I was. I think I was 25. And I was in a club that I used to go to from the age of about 19. And I, I used to smoke. I'd gone out for a ciggy. And I'd come back in. And my glasses steamed up. And I was on the dance floor. And the... The beat was about to drop and everyone was going mental. Mm. It was like everyone was peaking. It was like proper, like, you know, half one, perfect. And I was just stood there trying, because my glasses had steamed up, trying to like, just going, oh God, I'm too old for this. And I just, that was, that was the first moment I viscerally, viscerally felt, felt old. Very old. Um, I don't know. Do you feel old now? Physically. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm making noise when I put my knickers on. That's how old I feel. Like, <gasps> but mentally, I still feel like I'm 25. Yeah, I do. In fact, I feel like I'm 23. So that, I, I should be more um, 
act more age appropriately maybe but then when i went to see blondie the other week it just made me think like she just still dresses like a rock chick and oh, she yeah? just looks amazing and i thought all them times i go out and i go oh god do i look like mutton and now i'm just like i don't care just you've got to do you what makes you feel good interesting <laughs> you just i just i'm not gonna be that kind of like bothered i think i felt old one time when uh, when sam was little and um, i'd got like me records out and i was going and he went oh my god what do you play those big cds on <laughs> they're weird then it's yeah. introduced the concept of i grounded them for a year of course yeah yeah, yeah. you're gonna learn no, you know what th- what makes me feel old now is that when i see like watch football and not only are like the football managers like my age which makes me feel like they all seem like old men when i was younger oh I, yeah but the footballers themselves were like they're old enough to be like my son, or I mean, it's just um, and like doctors and police officers, and th- it and it is a proper cliche. But you're just like, I I I I used to go to school, take like to see the parents evening, and I'd walk in and I'd see these teachers. I'd be like, I wouldn't fucking let you babysit. Yeah, let alone it's teach me kids. Mad, isn't it? They're, like even grandparents are getting younger. Um, I know, I know, I know one. Especially, <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, just. Uh, <laughs> but I yeah. Uh, I, I, Gen X. There is an age that you get to where I think your brain stays at. Like, I think for me it's 23 or 24. That's the kind of mental age. Well, did you know that men aren't emotionally mature you could, scientifically? You could end that sentence now. Well, yeah. They don't fa- finish maturing emotionally until they are 26. Oh. Because I thought I just did it as I came in to the studio today. You matured as soon as you walked through the door. Yeah, because me blocked here, because I can't hear. Oh, I feel like I'm more in touch with me emotional maturity today. In this week's section of Sam's blocked here, Simo, Simo knows. <laughs> Simo knows how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> Simo can read your mind. Uh, but yeah, Simo's feeling playful. Simo <laughs> wants to play with you. Start to sound like <laughs> Bowie. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't feel old. What I think's good now is that people do just live till the end of their life in whatever way they want. Whereas years ago, my granddad's generation, you got to age 35 and someone gave you a flat cap. Finished. And you were done. And if yeah. you were balding, no one used to shave their head. Like, whatever you think about shaving your head, it looks neater. And you look younger if you've shaved your head. Yeah. If you're going bald, people just used to leave, let it grow out. And you, it just makes you look dead old. So you could be 29 and look 60. No, there's a lot to be said for uh, how vanity counteracts aging. And that's Definitely. a good thing. Um, I'll tell you, it is weird. I felt old the other day. <laughs> I was in the shower and... Um, is it a walk-in bath? <laughs> yeah, I was in the in the bath. I was waiting for it to fill up when I shut the door. Um, no, So it was washing me hair and then I went <laughs> to get the conditioner and I picked up a bottle of shampoo again to so put shampoo in my hand. And I was like... I'm not wasting the shampoo, so I wash me in again. And then I went to get the conditioner, and I fucking did it again. <laughs> so I, me, I ended up washing my ear four times oh. because I kept forgetting to pick up the conditioner, but I just wouldn't waste the shampoo. That is pretty old, isn't it? That's like that's, a proper senior moment, isn't that's it? That's a senior moment. So that was upsetting. I, I felt really old, I think it was about three days ago, when I was just uh, walking around as there, screaming at people, and I pissed myself, and uh, I just felt really old. <laughs> really quite sad <laughs> i have to take my glasses to the supermarket now as well i hate wearing i have to wear glasses and i really really hate wearing them and i'll get away with it if i can but i have to take my glasses to the supermarket now because otherwise i'll have to look at tins like like this uh, for sell by date like, like you're that. on a galley yeah, just, yeah i can't yeah. focus so what do you like about glasses why do you like wearing glasses i just hate the sensation of them on my face oh i just uh, it it the irritate me the f- um, and i can't it. get contact and I don't want to get laser eye surgery because I, I don't think that works. I can't get contacts because my sight's different in different... Oh. Like long-sighted sometimes. An anomaly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It, it changes on but the I really, I really, wind. really hate wearing glasses. Sunglasses? Even though they do me head in. Oh, I, I mean, I just I wear glasses all the time. But I've started to wear them more because obviously crow's feet, etc. Well, I tried contacts and i couldn't get them in and i couldn't get them out and i just thought sod this i'm gonna wear glasses and i worked out that actually if you get if i get the right glasses they kind of the bottom of the rim sort of covers the bags of under my eyes a yeah. little bit which i don't cool. like the little the little them things there i don't like the way they feel on my nose yeah they do they press in don't they god aren't bit. i a princess sorry 
you did ask. Yeah, it's good to feel young, though, isn't it? But I think it's all about. I mean, it's a, a cliche, and it's just mentally, like it's 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 the attitude that you take into a situation that dictates how you're gonna whether you're gonna feel old or young. You could go into like a, a situation that you don't belong, and I think maybe there's a window when you're just on the cusp, like of going out into town mm. when you're late twenties, early thirties, and you end up at a bar and there's loads of you call them kids, but they're in their early twenties and you go, Oh my god, I feel dead old in here. If I went in there now forty three, I wouldn't feel old. I'd just go, I'm here. Have it. Yeah. They'd think I was old. Yeah, but I my my habits have changed when I go out. There's places I wouldn't go where I would have gone. I definitely wouldn't choose to go somewhere like that. No. I just want a seat. And but the I thing is in comedy I don't know whether it's because I'm emotionally stunned. Maybe I'm emotionally stunted, I don't know. But when you're doing comedy, there's not many not many women my age who are like No. On the circuit, whatever. And a lot of the comics that come in are all young. Like young really men. young, like young enough to be my son and daughter and whatever. And I think, God, are they walking in going, Oh fucking hell, who's this our one here? And then I'm like, Well, I know I'm doing a job. I'm that they are too. It's just like any workplace. And if you treat it like that, then you don't feel like self-conscious about your age. You just see it as like yeah. your peers in a workplace, in any office or building site or whatever. There's always going to be older members of staff and younger members of staff. And I've, I've sort of gone to myself, well, if I just look at it like that, and it's like with audience, someone will go, oh, well, it's, just, it's a student union gig. And I'm like, I used to be like, well, why would they want to listen to me? But they'd be like, oh, but they've all got mums. Yeah. They've all got aunties. They've all got whatever. So that's your angle. That's my angle. But I like it when I go into a green room before a gig and you meet the other people who are on the bill and everyone's got a different background, a different story, a different perspective. It just adds to the whole, like, rich tapestry of what comedy is. A lot of the time, everyone is. has got the same perspective. Exactly. That's, that's why it's nice when it's... Nice it, when it's different. Because a lot of the time I, I go into a green room and, and, I, and everyone is male. Everyone is in the 40s. Everyone's married and got kids. Everyone's white and straight. And that's my angle. I bags you that one. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone else is doing Don't it, steal my USP, dude. Plagiarizing mm. my life, get your own life. But that's, I mean, obviously that's things a very are, common. Things are changing gradually, though. I would say. Yeah, and if anyone's listening, who is thinking of doing comedy, just do it. Just do it. Try but, it. But not if you're 25 and white male and 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 heterosexual, because yeah. that's boring. Your, if, your slot's been filled numerous times, and also not if you're similar. Not if you're like in your 40s and female like Kate, because that's also been taken. Mm. So if you're somewhere in between, crack on. Yeah. Just don't, don't, don't. Stay out of our lane. Don't knock us off our pitches. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're doing all right. Um, But yeah, it's it's age is one of those things where you just kind of like, I don't know. I have days when I just have this wild panic for about 10 seconds when I just wonder what's going on and where my life's going and what's happened and why time has gone so quick since I was. Leaving school. Yeah. That happens, but then I, I get over it. I don't think it's healthy for that, is it? But you know what, as well? I think what, what else makes you, what's made me feel still young is that most people, like our mum's ages and whatever, they left school and didn't see anyone from school ever again or keep in touch with them ever again. Mm-hmm. And now, because of social media, we see how people we went to school with are doing and we're still like sort of, it's, it's nice because it's like you still got that community with them, even though you don't see each other and it's not a real. Not like you'd still go out and drink with them or meet them up, or but you, it's nice to see how the people you've known since you were five are doing now. Yeah, at our age, and that connects you to your youth so much. It does and that makes me feel like not as old. Yeah, that's a good point. Have you had any um, weird DMs recently? I mean, as a woman, you must get DMs. I get some all like the time. now and again, and it's like um, you know, a message request. Hey. Um, We've seen your online profile. We'd love you to uh, represent our product, and that's like, it's like, l- like active way. And I'm like, if you've watched my product profile, <laughs> you will see that I like a drink. I like food. What makes you think I'm gonna be mincing around town in your active way, getting put myself all no? But the other day, I got a message request, and it was just, um, it was just, no hello, how are you? It was just. <laughs> It was just an aubergine emoji. An aubergine. And the person who sent it didn't even have any followers. But I'm it not made surprised. me I was thinking, oh, that's lovely really, because he's like he's joined Instagram with no followers just so he could send me an aubergine emoji. <laughs> so it was like a bit of a poison chalice. It's like, yeah, it's weird and, and 
rude and like dodgy but also he's gone out of his way to create an account just to send me that he means that no me. no other followers he's not, not following anyone else just me just does he follow you i don't know i, I, did, I just looked at him <laughs> went delete if you're listening, please get in touch with the authorities. They're looking I want to see, you. yeah, let me see the face. Let me see the personality behind the aubergine. Aubergine. Please. Hey, aubergine mystery man. i tell man. you what, that's an analogy for life if ever there was one. We yeah. all want to see the personality behind the, the aubergine at the end of the day. <laughs> Don't we? Don't want to just be confronted with the aubergine. No. We big, want the background. Big purple-headed warrior. We want the story. We want the emotions. Um, but you were saying you get some trolling, don't you? I get some trolling. I get, uh, I get I've started trying to make friends with the trolls. Uh, only when I write something that's like opinionated, you're naturally going to get people who push back on your opinion. That's understandable. To be honest, sometimes it's not even trolls; it's just people disagreeing with you. And sometimes I, I get to my nerves when people say, "I've been trolled." It's like, no, someone just disagrees with you. That's you know, grow a thicker skin. Yeah. But sometimes people do just call me you know, a bald knobhead, although that's fairly accurate. So I can't really argue with that either. That's quite a toxic relationship to befriend your troll. Yeah, I mean, we haven't been for dinner or dancing or... Mm. But maybe that would be a great little video to make of me meeting up with a troll and seeing how we get on. But you're, like, basically just Jesus trying to make the troll a better person. I am. But do you know what? I've got this you're weird... You're trying to fix the troll? I'm trying to fix the world. <gasps> but I also think, because we're so divided at the moment, you know, it's, a lot of the stuff I put online might be fairly kind of, like, I don't know, left-leaning, I suppose... So people who've got different persuasions will then argue with me. And that's, I don't argue back. They'll just, yeah. you know, say stuff. But this this one guy, this one guy, and do you know what? I hope you're listening. I, I hope you're you listening. Are. Because Whoever I, I genuinely think he's a nice person. So he just, write, whatever I post, he'll write more Tory bashing, I see. And sometimes I'm Tory bashing, so that's fair enough. But sometimes I'm talking about trying to, negotiate with a toddler with a biscuit or something mm. it's a bit of stand-up from like three years ago and he writes more tory bashing i see his name's mike mike atwood if you listen to mike please uh take care of yourself because i can see yeah. you're a nice person um stop taking offense on behalf of the tories the things that aren't to do with the tories that's my advice mike yeah but it's funny because don't said, tell me he said more tory bashing i see and i said mike have you watched this video because there's no mention of any politics whatsoever i'm talking about trying to get me toddlers to get out the bath and uh, he said, oh, sorry, it's just that's your agenda. So I thought that's what you'd be talking about. Said, oh, so well, he's done that without even watching the video? Yeah, yeah. So I said, well, so instead of getting angry, like, very easy to do, I, I was like, well, don't you see that's perhaps an agenda you've got against me? Because I've not actually mentioned it here, but you assume I have. So isn't that perhaps dangerous? Hope you're well. Mike's done essentially what I do when anyone sends me a funny video and I don't watch it, but I'll just reply, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, right. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> and but, it could be like a really sad story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> laughing face. Yeah, lol. <laughs> Mega lols, ruffle. Do you sometimes wait long enough if it's a minute long video? I can't reply instantly, so I'll wait a minute and then reply with the emoji. Mm, yeah. Because otherwise you haven't watched it. Because they're like, it. you definitely didn't watch that. Well, I might as well just watch it. Well, you know why I got that. a little, uh, not a little, little arsy comment, I'll put it that way, okay. on one of our uh, Fix the Wheel videos, and it was the one where I was on on Instagram, where I'm talking about the the, the squirty cheese. Oh, yeah, in And your we mouth. were talking about, like, God, Americans have it. And some guy had just written, oh, my God, is the scale dumb? <laughs> so I just wrote underneath, now I heard she invented the right angle. <laughs> <laughs> and then he replied with, like, a laughing face. Because uh, obviously he didn't know it was me. Yeah. And then another time, I, 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 because you, you, you'll engage and go, oh, why don't just be nice? Why yeah. are you like that? Whereas if someone says oh, something audible to me on my, which never really happens, because I just, I don't post stuff like you post. You post like your political opinions and yeah. whatever, and I am, I'm not erudite enough to do that uh, in a funny way. My jokes, if anyone's ever been to see me do stand up, basically cock jokes. Um, but um, I've, I'd posted something, and this guy had just. Written something like, oh, you fucking whatever. And I, I looked at his profile, and <laughs> his profile picture was a, a chicken zinger burger from KFC. <laughs> and at that and moment, I was like, how dare you judge me when you are a chicken zinger burger <laughs> by the looks of it? Like, what the fuck? I just, I blocked those people. And we got into this, like, in the end, I ended up having, I blocked them. And I don't, I'm not one of these block, 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 but I'd rather block them and never see what they have to write yeah. again than yeah. waste my time getting involved in an argument. 
It's negative uh, energy. You don't need it in your life, do you? I'll end uh, up Googling and see where they live and go around and egg their house or something. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Sam and Kate egg the trolls. Yay! Sam and Kate try stuff. Sam and Kate egg the... Tr- <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Hang on. I don't want to turn that off. There we go. Sam and Kate egg the trolls. Yeah. I actually didn't get that far off doing that once. And this is why I had to sort of wear with myself and, and change the way I, uh, my approach to this because now I'm, I'm talking to them in a nice way or I will just literally ignore them. Sometimes I'll write a snotty comment before I post it back. I'll think, that's exactly what they want. They want me to reply. So I'll delete it and my silence is more annoying to them than anything. So I'll just ignore them. But one time this guy... He'd said something. I don't know what it was. It was a few months ago before I kind of found my zen-like uh, approach to this. And I clicked on his profile on Facebook and I could see where he worked. Was this back in the days when you could hear with both ears and you used to just wipe your bum with toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has changed, changed me. Them so Ch- much. Changed me so forever. It's, it's, I'm different. I'm forever different. Not necessarily for the better yeah. either. But yeah, back in the, the halcyon days of toilet paper and... Uh, Clean hearing, clean hearing, <laughs> clean bottoms. Uh, I found out where he worked, and he was a mechanic at some garage in Wales. So I clicked through onto the site, and I saw, I found a thing, and I thought I could, I could just leave him loads of negative reviews here. And I was about to write one, and I clicked on it, and I thought, what am I doing? Mm. Like I don't need to do this. This is just putting negativity into the world. So I just, I just uh, pulled out. Well, so yeah, which it's an analogy for life. <laughs> Ever there was one. Getting off at Edge Hill, <laughs> which is uh, a phrase. That it's makes you feel old because young people don't know what that means. No, because they're all, did they still use condoms? I'm sure they I do. don't know. But you get a chip now. Getting yeah. off at Edge Hill is a Liverpool phrase for uh, pulling your pee-pee out before you ejaculate during intercourse. So romantic. It? Because Lime Street Station is the central station in Liverpool, but the one before is Edge Hill. So if you're getting off at Edge Hill just before you get to your destination. You're not getting to your destination. You finish. And I saw there's a scaffolding company called Climax Scaffolding. And they had a, a, a big scaffold up at Broad Green Station. And uh, they had a big sign up saying, why get off at Edge Hill when you can climax at Broad Green? Amazing. Amazing. And of all the scaffolding adverts I've ever seen. Of I quit of, right now. Yeah. That's it. That's the best. Game over. Peaked. So, yeah, very good. Um, so let's uh, just check our Twitter. If you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, you can uh, find us on, on Fix the Whale Podcast on Twitter. We're also on Instagram, aren't we? On Instagram. We? Yeah. I'm in charge of the Instagram page, hence why um, it's not as um, <laughs> as much output as Sam. Well, we, I, need to, we need to work on that. We've had an AGM, haven't we? We've had an AGM, yeah. We've got minutes. And um, yeah, we've been... Uh, been talking we were talking about eurovision last week weren't we yes and ukraine obviously won and yes. that's that's great and I, was their song any good it was it was good um it was it was a it was one of the top songs i thought because right. after everyone was like oh ukraine's gonna win because it's a pissy vote but rightly so you know if 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 winning the eurovision song contest is is a nice thing to do for ukraine at the moment and it's something they'll appreciate then please just let them have it. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. But in saying that, they were very good. If I had a dog, the song I would... had a bit of traditional, co- bit of a traditional costume in it, bit of a modern, you know, groove, groove, groove. Bit of rap. I say this one's got a good beat. Bit of a U- Ukraine rap. U- it was a. It had a little hip-hop. bit of everything, really. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, after I instantly started thinking about if Ukraine win, they'll get the competition next year and if Putin's still trying to invade Ukraine he's going to ruin Eurovision and that means Putin's going to have millions of Eurovision fans charging towards Moscow fuming and even the nuke button wouldn't stop them would it no. they'd just be throwing no. pink Prosecco they'd bottles at his head and glitter bombs everywhere oh fabulous colour schemes mm. what a great you know the start of dad's army when it's like moving imagine like Lano. a who do you yeah. think you are? But like a Europe Except it'd be like, yeah, it'd be like German house. Who do you think you are getting, Mr. Putin? Who do you think you are getting, Mr. Putin? We're going to do the discotheque. <laughs> I don't know what I, I'm very, very sorry for any cultural appropriation there that offended anybody. You sounded like you were from Burnley. <laughs> Who do you think you're getting, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ukraine. Good on them for winning that. If I had a dog, I would... 
enter them into crufts and just say, no, it's not a German shepherd, it's a Ukrainian shepherd, and this dog would win. It could go but and this, shit on the judges. That's how still... important the Eurovision is to other countries. Can you imagine the UK being at war, England being at war, and then someone going, well, I know what I'm going to do to help the cause. I'm going to go on Ukraine, on, on Eurovision Song Contest. And everyone's like, are you fuck? Get in the army. <laughs> what? Don't be stupid. Yeah. That's not a real reason for not signing up, is it? No, Black like feet, pouring maybe. a cup of water over a house fire. I'm there. I'm just going to try and make the world a better place by singing some some techno. Only one thing can save us now. Europop. Yeah. Where's me loot? <laughs> I'm off. <laughs> hey Sam, you're on tour, aren't you? I'm on tour, yeah. On tour. I I am where am I? I'm I'm going on my website. I'm all over the place. It's all over the place. I've got uh, Leicester Square Theatre in London coming Ooh, up, which I'm very excited about. Twenty seventh of, of May. May. It's the day before oh, the I'm Champions away. League final. Um, so any fussy fans oh uh, you knew if I wasn't away as I come to London to watch that oh, I like the Leicester Square Theatre it's lovely it's lovely because it's big but it's also small it's like Cute, it's, it's nice, cosy it? but and yeah and it just feels nice to mince around Leicester Square going I'm doing a gig in Leicester Square so that's fun um, and last time I was there Eddie Izzard was there in the he, Leicester Square Theatre he, he was in the, he, I, the, I was my, my show was 7 o'clock till 9 and it, he was on at like 10 so I just stuck around and watched Eddie Izzard on the same stage that I just I'm not an actual fan of TV's London. TV's London, no. I, I like going there now and again. I've not been properly really since the, the pando. The last time I went, I was stayed in uh, Camden, which is really, well, not Camden, um, what's it called? Ibis. With all, with all the, um, what are they called? Oh my God, Bricks. see, now I feel old. Crouch end. All the people who wear granddad chairs and have beards, Mumford and Sons. Oh. What are they called? Hipsters, hipsters, see? and <gasps> hipsters live in Shoreditch, Shoreditch round there. <laughs> yeah, Butter Market. That's by where we stayed. Oh, that's and nice it, round there. Loved it round there. It mm. wasn't like it's not like being in London. No. But then on the Saturday we went to the on the, fri- the Friday night we went to the West End and I nearly had a panic attack. It was just too busy. Oh, it's dead busy, isn't too it? Too many people. It was just horrible. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, right in the middle of Leicester Square is horrible. Like, it's just, it's not great. But it's, it's great that people watch because there's so many tourists. I lot, just love it. There's a lot going on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that gig, early finish, early early start. Well, early start, early finish, really, in that order. I'm not pulp fiction, in it. Seven till nine. Seven till nine. Swoop so into Chinatown. By nine o'clock, bowl. I'll go in for a big all-you-can-eat three-pound buffet. Yep. Uh, I'll shit it out by 20 past nine. Wow. And then by half now, I'll be in the pub with me mates. I've got loads of mates coming. Loads of mates who live in London. I've not seen them since 2019. So, uh, I yeah. think I think like you know that you've um, been to university when you have friends who live in London. <laughs> That's a nice barometer, isn't it, for life? Yeah, I've got no friends in London. Oh, my grandson's got a friend who lives in London. Yeah, he's doing well for himself. He's got lots of debt. He's got a two-two. <laughs> Did he do ballet? <laughs> no, we went to John Moore's. Yeah, no, I don't like London. My auntie used to live in London. Yeah, she used to live in London by, uh, well, Croydon. That's not really London, is it? Near, near London, isn't it? Yeah. South, South London, is it? I don't know. Just I, don't like it. It's impersonal. The first time I went for an Indian, it was in London. And I was a kid and I'd gone to stay with my auntie and uncle. He was not my uncle. Don't even like him. She's divorced from him now. He's an arsehole. But they just started going out with each other. And I was only about 10, 9 or 10. And they were like, oh, because they were like, Ted, like, I had all like friends who had, you know, hummus and that back in the day when nobody had hummus. And they were like, oh, we'll take you to our little lo- lovely local Indian. And they went in and like everybody knew each other. And then I'm sat there with like a coma thinking it was the hottest thing I'd ever eaten in my life while them two necked. And I was just like, <laughs> ah! it was that the worst thing that's horrible. ever happened to me. That sounds, I'll put me off Indian food forever. I can't be a couple who were touchy feely. And he was love. one of them like kissing and. Is it where you could hear it? Like McJono. McJono, very noisy kisser. I don't think public displays of affection. That makes me feel old. Not in a curry house. Young people don't. I don't know dance in the UK. No, no, that's your policy, isn't yeah. it? When I don't wear a swimming costume in the UK and I don't know dance with me fella in the UK. We only do with that. Those two things are done abroad. So if you ever see uh, Kate in a swimming bath, you will see everything. <laughs> if it's in the UK. Yeah. So it depends what you're into, but holding hands, you, you go through passport yeah, control frog, and just like hold a frogman hands. frogman in the six-foot <laughs> six end. 
just cover yourself in deep heat and dive yeah, in. That's why I won't go to the um, like the Middle East. I won't go anyway because the way they treat women over there. But a lot of people go to like Dubai and all that. And I was like, well, then we never hold hands because I'd be frightened to hold his hand there because I don't know what the laws are. They change all the time. True. And, and it's not good for him if he's in the one place yeah. he can hold your hands and then he might get his hands chopped off. But people don't like... I think public displays of affection are out of fashion now. Yeah, I think... In the old days, people used to, like, just neck on the dance floor, didn't they? I think they still do, don't they? It's just we don't go I to those places anymore. Well, oh, that's sad, yeah, isn't it? I know. Let's go out and watch people necking. Yeah, that's but I'll be watching them like that going... Oh, he's, no, he's uh, noisy. I can tell he's noisy. Yeah. Even though the music's loud, I can tell. Look, yeah. his techniques all over the gaff. Um, what have you got coming up? Any Anything to plug? Um... Have you got a website, no, I'm Kate? I'm going on holiday. I haven't got a website. Okay. Does I anyone want to build website. Kate a website? Do you want to build me a website? Go, just have, go daddy.com. Yeah. <laughs> I just have pictures of me filtered. Yeah. That's just your Instagram. Yeah, I should set up a website, shouldn't I? Yeah. I wouldn't know what to put on it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Just picture yourself links to gigs. Yeah, I need I need to be more yeah. um more more what's more visible. More but, visible on um social media. I need to do videos like you do, but I just really It takes a lot of time. You've got to commit. I know I make me do you make yourself cringe sometimes? No, I just got over it. I just I forced myself to get over it. Yeah, I make I mean, myself cringe. I'm sure you cringe when you watch my stuff thinking I have to do a podcast yeah. with him. But <laughs> <laughs> I do, Sam, I do. That's why I send you those DMs of aubergines. Um, it's not trapped winds, it's me cringing. <laughs> By the way, if you want to uh, send us some DMs of aubergines, please do, because that, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, not actual emojis. By aubergines, we mean we don't, we don't. We don't mean dick pics, please don't. Please don't. We, we will show them not. on our YouTube channel yeah. and then get banned from YouTube. Yeah. But thanks for listening. Maybe we could start a Panini album. A dick pic Panini Dicks, album? Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be good. I think people would go for that. Yeah. I'm sure there's enough on the internet we could just scoop them up. Yeah. Put them into like a little scrapbook. Like that programme, Naked Attraction, if they made an annual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hardback. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like we've uh, gone we've gone too far now. We've gone along uh, to continue the dick pic theme. Can you get in touch with us if you've got any questions or, or uh, problems? Well, like the 18, get in touch with us. Um, Fix the world, nana nana, googlemail.com or gmail.com, not googlemail.com. Gmail, it. Gmail.com. But social media is a good place. Find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram. They're the best places. Slide into the messages if you like. Slide in and we'll be back next week with another episode and Kate will also give us an update on her DIY grassroots contouring. So contouring. Look forward to that. I'm going to come in like fucking Chloe Kardashian. Oh, it's going to be unreal. Yeah. So keep the faith. See you soon. Bye. See you next week. Fix the World podcast with Sam and Katie.